Hello and welcome to Talk Nerdy to Me, episode eight. And honestly, this is the most important one yet because it is about the music industry herself, Taylor Allison Swift. Yes. And I have a very, very special guest today, one of my bestest friends ever. Grack, would you like to introduce yourself? Of course. Hello. Um, I am Gracie. I am also known as Grack. Um, yeah. Anything else I should say about myself? I, I mean, love Taylor Allison Swift. She's um, everything to me. <laughs> Gracie is once again a guest from the SU Theater Department. So true. As are most of my guests. All but one. Oh. Um, I'm consistent. Yeah. So. Real. Um, and Gracie's also a double major. I am indeed a double major. We are two double majors. Yeah, except um, the T is I might drop that. I might I might switch to a theater minor. That is the T. Because I'm drowning. That's real. Um, but I haven't decided yet. I'm going to decide yeah. next semester. But I'm so real of you. Oh, boy. But yeah, I'm over here double majoring in theater and oboe performance. Um, so you can catch me on stage either tooting my horn or, uh, you know, Making people cry. Making people cry, you know. Yeah. Gracie's going to be Olive in Spelling Bee. And if you don't know anything about Spelling Bee, just come Olive's, in blind. Come in blind, but also Olive's storyline is the most depressing one. Real. Um, and Gracie is going to destroy me emotionally. That's, you know, And I look gift. forward to it. My pleasure to absolutely ruin lives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway. Anyway. Um, here's something that, People need to know about mine and Grace's friendship. Yes. I feel like we have, we have other things that we bond over, but we have Real. three core tenets of our friendship. Yes. Do you know which three I'm specifically thinking of? Um, I am thinking it's Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. It's Supernatural. Yes. <laughs> and it's Lego Harry Potter. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, very frequently, Gracie will come over and we will sit on my bed and eat popcorn. Yes. And play Lego Harry Potter while we listen to Taylor Swift. Yeah. And then we'll watch a couple episodes of Supernatural right. and Gracie will fall asleep in my bed and then wake up and go home. Yeah, that's ex exactly how it goes. There's a good chance we're going to do that later uh, today. It's most likely going to happen probably directly after this. Yes, in fact. In fact, um, yeah. We have discussed this already. Yes. Um, we also are big fans of tea. Um, yeah, we drink a lot of tea. Yes. Um, I, I, I love chai. Real. I mostly I, drink chai. I also mostly drink chai, but I like to spice it up. And I will just drink whatever is in Tessa's little tea box. Yeah, I have a little box that my friend got me for my birthday that says Tessa's tea on it. And I drink the other kinds. I wouldn't mm -hmm. purchase the other kinds if I didn't drink them. Right. I'm a very picky eater, but I'm not picky about tea. It's the one real. thing I'm not picky about. So true. But I do know what I like. So I typically, yeah. I mostly drink chai, but occasionally, like, I'll enjoy a little mint. I'll have a peach apricot. Yeah. Apricot, apricot, I don't know. I don't, it's fruit. I'll have a fruity tea. Oh. Ooh. I mean, every tea I have is fruity. Real. Just by nature of I'm the one drinking it. So true. Me too. But yeah. Gracie and I just love to enjoy a little fruity tea Just a little together. fruity tea. Um, a little fruity tea? A spicy tea? A spicy fruity tea. Yes. That's just how gay people are. Real. Yeah. Gay people also love Taylor Swift. Exactly. And um, now we're here. And now we're here. We both got tickets to yes, the Eras Tour, which was a nightmare. It was an absolute nightmare. And we were both the ones who purchased tickets for, yes. you're, you're going with your mom, right? Yes. I love I that. I think it'll be so fun because Miss Girl, Miss Miss Debbie Butterfield, we love her. 
um, she doesn't really know anything about Taylor Swift. And so she is kind of going in blind. And I said, Mom, I am so excited you're coming with me, but I am going to sing every single swear word. And she's a good Christian mother, so I had to preface that. Yeah. But I think she's going to have a great time. I think she's going to see a different side of me, and I think that'll be really exciting for her. Yeah. I'm going with my sisters and two of our friends. And my sisters already, well, Anna might not still be in the Denver area Mm -hmm. at the time of the concert, but my sisters both live in Denver or around Denver. And we're going to the Denver concert. So I'm probably going to drive up with our friends and we will probably be listening to Taylor Swift the whole way. Real. But I'm the one who ended up getting the tickets, which was so... Holy nightmare. And so strange because my sister and our friend were both in the queue to get tickets well before me. Yeah. I got in like after my classes and somehow I'm the one who made it through to... Well, actually... Katie made it through to get tickets, and then yeah. it kept being, like, error done. with this device. Because Ticketmaster yeah. is... Mine did that, too. More on that later. <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> One of my favorite things Gracie ever did was go to a party that was themed Dress as Your Favorite <gasps> Villain as Ticketmaster. I did go, yeah. Which you were already thinking of, but I did suggest yes. it to you, and you were like, I'm like, already... Great minds think alike. Really, truly. Like, I was thinking, I was like, I, I don't... I don't know what to be, but I am thinking about doing Ticketmaster because I think it would be absolutely hilarious, but I don't know if anyone would get it. And then Tess was like, Ticketmaster, because I posted like on my private story, I was like, give me suggestions for what to dress up as, and Tessa slid up with Ticketmaster, and I was like, you know what? That's all the confirmation I needed. That's, That's it. I told my, like, group chat of the people I'm going to the concert with about that, and they thought it was really funny. I'm so glad. So you have our full support. Right. And when I got to the party, everyone there was like, okay, that's hilarious. So It was so good. It was so good. Everyone was like, you just won this party. You you win. And I was like, I am so glad that Tessa gave me the confirmation I needed to go through with this buffoonery. If, if nobody got you, you if know I got you. nobody got me, Tessa got me. I got you. So true. Um, We have... I think together, like obviously separately, we've also listened to Midnight's, but I think together we've probably listened to it about 10 times. I think like, you're genuinely. right. I think because we just put so it on times. a loop while we hang out. So true. we hang out like frequently. frequently. So we've listened to Midnight's a lot of times. A lot of times. But it's actually, I, I don't, is it, it's neither of our favorite Taylor albums. It is not. It's a good one. It's but a good all one. of Taylor's albums are good albums Incredible. is the thing. Yes, absolutely. So what is your favorite? My favorite is folklore Mm. i am a folklore stan i know this about you yeah i just what's your favorite song from folklore oh that's a that's difficult um currently i think it's exile but i will always be dancing to august august hits every time um but I think, yeah, currently it's Exile, so don't read into that too much. Mm-hmm. Don't think about my mental health. It's fine. <laughs> um, I'm a red girly. Real. I love red. And red I have, is like, so good. I don't think that this is controversial. I know some people don't like this song. They think it's stupid, but I think it's a sleigh. Stay, Stay, Stay is my favorite song on that album. Okay. Um, I don't think it's, here's the thing. There's a difference between favorite and best. Real. I don't yeah. think it's, I think it's a great song. Yeah. I don't think it's musically the best song on that album, Key. but it is my favorite to listen to and sing along with. It's, it's just, just a cute little banger it, for sure. It hits some, some like button in my brain. Yeah. Scratches it, the little it itch. It scratches that little itch. Real. So much. Like I literally have a tweet from like the night before Red TV came out that was like, yeah. I apologize for the person I'm going to become once I have 
stay, 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 That's Taylor's version. so true. And I have no, I don't regret that. Like, I, no. I, I will listen to that song constantly, all the time. Yeah. I also, I just, now I'm, I'm looking at Red, and they're just all so good. Red is like so that's, good. I feel like most albums, with, and this is like a universal thing, with most artists have like skips. Yeah. That's just like a thing. Some, but every I, good artist has to have a few skips. I really and, don't think Taylor does. And, no, but I think Taylor has some skips, but I don't think Red does. I don't think any of the songs on Red are skips. I okay. would listen to all of these songs right Real. now. Um, I do, however, think some Taylor uh, albums have skips. For example, I've we've discussed this before. I will. I've said it before. I will say it again. I'm a vigilante shit hater. You are. I that don't like true. that song, and my sisters also don't like that song. And Aspen, other SU News podcast listeners, Aspen, who hosts A Day with Sugar and Spice, is also a vigilante shit hater. And one of my other friends is also a vigilante shit hater. And my cousin. I've met a lot of vigilante shit haters. Yeah. I can. I can understand it. I, I understand the vigilante shit hate, but I think it is a song for people who have never once in their entire life been a bad bitch. It's a song for them to listen to so they can feel like a bad bitch, even though they will never be a bad bitch. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> it just, it doesn't do it for me. Understandable. I, I don't like it. I, I don't like... Yeah, I actually I'm not really a hater. That's kind of I an exaggeration. Yeah, but like I do skip it most of the time it comes Real. on. I will listen to it. I feel like Reputation did it better. You know what I mean? Like if exactly. I wanted to, if I wanted to get in like the bad, the bad bitch, bitch mindset, mood. I would just yeah. listen to Reputation. Real. Yeah. And one of my favorite Taylor songs is from Reputation. True. Which is Dancing with Our Hands Tied. That is. I that's ooh. probably my second favorite Taylor song. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. just, it really, it scratches that itch. It, it scratches what it that is. itch for sure. My favorite Taylor song is Wonderland. Yeah. Because it's so sapphic to me. Yeah, that is gay. That song just feels gay to me. It gives gay for sure. A lot of Taylor Swift songs feel gay to me, which, oh, absolutely. I mean, I am a queer person. So like, that's right. probably part of, I listen to like, a, like very blatantly straight songs and I'm like this yeah. is gay because that's just what I do I, yeah but very often this phenomenon happens with Taylor Swift's music it's true I um, mean she just she's for the she's, she's, for, she's the for the gays. girls she's for, she's the, for gays the girls and the, and the, and the girlies. girlies the girls and the yeah. gays um I think I also I do love lover yeah I just love all of them they're all so good honestly folklore is my top forever I will be a folklore stan what would you do if she released another album one day that you liked more than Folklore? Um, Crisis. <laughs> I would Because at one point before Folklore came out, you had it. True. You probably had a different favorite Taylor right. album. It's true. And before Folklore, uh, Speak Now and Red battled it out for top. So and now they're battling it out for second. She could one day come up with another album that you'd like more than Folklore. And that it is could horrifying happen. to me. But it's also, like, that's exciting, but also horrifying because... Change is hard. Anyway, Real. didn't mean to get deep on Maine. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what happens with Taylor Swift. So she, real. Her, she has, I will, like, I understand partly the people who are like, Taylor's lyrics are silly, but that's the point of some of her lyrics. Exactly. Like, she's not trying to be, like, super deep with, hey, kids, spelling is fun. Right. Like, that song is not meant to be Period. deep. But then she writes songs like, you're on your own, kid. Uh-huh. And then I have an existential crisis every time I listen to it. Real. She's good at both forms of songwriting. Exactly. 
She's and good at the like just silly goofy mood songwriting exactly. and the feeling like I'm gonna eat a pound of sand with a fork type <laughs> of songwriting. So real. Um, and I think that's what makes her so successful and s- the music industry is because she can do all of it. Yeah. She Miss Girl has Grammys in three different musical categories. Mm-hmm. Album of the Year Grammys, I mean. Yeah. She so, is just phenomenal. She is the music industry. Um, she broke. She and broke she's the internet. Like collaborated she, with so many people. Right. Like every and like that's the thing I noticed a lot in like stan culture, mm-hmm. that most of Taylor Swift's like big haters yeah. are fans of other musicians. And I'm like, right. you don't realize that Taylor and this other musician who you're pitting her against are like friends. Like yeah. Like they they, ha- they support each other. Right. It's not like here's the thing. Yes. The entertainment industry is, like, fundamentally, you're going to be in competition with other people. However, that doesn't mean you can't also support other musicians. And it doesn't mean, like, I'm allowed to like Taylor Swift and also like Ariana Grande and also like Megan Trainor and also like Carly Rae Jepsen. So true. Because you're allowed to like more than one musician. And I think a lot of... Like, stan culture is, like, you either like Taylor Swift or, like, and she's the only artist you like. You have to hate everyone else. I'm like, no! That's so... Well, and How I do you have like the energy for that? That is just the antithesis of everything that she also exactly. stands for as a person. So true. Because she's so kind all the and time. She supports the other people in her industry. So true. Even if she's not, like, close with them. Because she has right. said that, like... Really, one of the only people in the music industry that she's really close with is Selena Gomez. She right. said that. Yeah. But like, she and Megan Trainor were both on one of the Jimmys, I think. I think you're, Fallon yeah. or Kimmel, one of them. Somebody. And like, at, on the same day, because their albums came out the same day. And yeah, after they did. Taylor went on, she was walking off and walking past Megan was like, oh, good luck. You're going to do so great. And was like, right. sending her this message of support. They don't have to be like best friends to support each other. Exactly. Ugh. Ugh. I love Miss Swift. Me too. Um, I think it's time for a story about Gracie. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Going back to one of the other tenets of our friendship and Uh tying it in with Taylor Swift. Ah, yes. Sometimes Gracie and I, during our, you know, Lego Harry Potter, Taylor Swift, Supernatural evenings, will also watch Supernatural edits set to Taylor Swift songs. Wow, this is so embarrassing for us. You are putting us on blast. But cringe culture is dead. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I'd i already seen this, which do with that information what you will. It's But fine. I made Gracie watch. Somebody took <sighs> the 10-minute all-too-well short film yes. and remade it using clips of Dean and Castiel from Supernatural and made it the Destiel all-too-well 10-minute short film. Yeah. And I did, in fact, make Gracie watch I it. I watched the entirety of it. And it was so funny. It was... And they, like... Because yeah. they, they use, like the exact wording from yeah. the original all too well short film the right. like are you real the you know yeah like the editing is it's very the same. much the same yeah um but using clips from supernatural yeah and it's phenomenal it's absolutely like, it's devastating it's really actually. well done it's absolutely brilliant um, um and th- the way it parallels the original all too well short yeah. film it's crazy it's quite good um very painful i I enjoyed it, but I also wanted to rip out my eyes. Yeah. Um, Real. Um, you know, just girly things. In another, like, realm of connecting uh, Taylor Swift and Supernatural, I'm going to put one of my other friends on blast. My friend oh Catherine, 
who does not go to SUU, but you've yeah. heard about her before. I, yeah. Um, who I went to the Supernatural Convention with, right. has a playlist that is Destiel as told by Taylor Swift, which True. I've told you about, but I need the podcast listeners to know yeah. about this as well. Um, and it's just a playlist of every Taylor Swift song that she thinks is about Destiel. And it's a, yeah. how long is it? It's chunky. Five hours and 17 minute long playlist. Intense. That's a lot of Taylor Swift songs. That is a lot. Um, she just, she got to adding the Midnight songs oh, good. to it. And there good, are good. so many Midnight songs on this playlist. That's the entire album. It's a, <laughs> it's a lot of the album. It's okay. She doesn't have Lavender Haze, I'm noticing. Interesting. She has, okay, Maroon, Antihero, You're on Your Own Kid, Midnight Rain, Question, Bejeweled, Labyrinth, Sweet Nothing, Mastermind, The Great War, Bigger Than the Whole Sky, Would Have, Could Have, Should Have, and Dear Reader. That's most of the album. That's almost the whole album. It, that album is a very Dean Winchester-coded album, and I'll that's, die on that hill. That's real. Except my hot take about Antihero is that it's for the girlies. Yes. Like, yes, I do eat up all of the, like, TikTok edits of it to male characters, yeah. but that song, I feel like, is very inherently about the idea that Taylor Swift has constantly yes. been told that she should own up to being the problem in all of her relationships Real. because she is She's the woman. Right. So that song is inherently for, for the, the girls. girlies. That's for the girls. No man allowed. Mm-mm-mm. No. I don't think any man alive will understand the sexy baby line. No. And they if you don't understand it. the sexy baby line, the sexy baby line is not for you. It's yeah. You don't you have don't to understand it. it. If you get it, you get it. Because a lot of people were like shitting on that lyric right. and being like Oh, the sexy baby lyric is so stupid. And I am like, you say you don't understand the sexy baby lyric without saying you don't understand exactly the point of the sexy baby lyric. Exactly. It's a very... It's pointed. If It's very pointed. Like, the girls who get it... The girls who get it, get, get it. it. And the girls that don't, don't. Yeah. Um, We haven't talked about debut a lot. Let's talk yeah. about debut. Debut. I love debut. Debut is very sweet. It's very sweet. It's it I the thing that gets me about debut is that I she was younger than I am now. Yeah. When debut came out. Right. Which kind of gives me a crisis just all on its own. True. Because that's what she was doing. Like yeah. I look at what Taylor Swift was doing at 20 and now here I am. And I look at myself at 20. And, like, I know that, like, comparing is bad and, like, this silly. Like, my movie. life is not less valid because I'm not, a, like, a, you know, superstar. But, like. Right. How old was she when debut came out? I think she was, like. I think she was super young. 17? I think she was about 17. I think Let's she was see. around 17. Let's see. Debut 2006. She's born in 1989. She was, like, 17. Yeah. Yeah. And, wait, how old was she when, like, when Speak Now and Fearless came out. Speak Now, let's see. Fearless was 2008, so, so. 19. And uh, Speak Now was 2010. Okay. So she's so, closer to our age yeah, when those happened. When those happened, she was, because I'm 20 and you're 20 21. So yeah, she had like three albums out by the time she was yeah, our age. Yeah, the time she was our age. So um, go that's off. a thing. Um, couldn't be me. I'm... S- Nope, not but me. Like at the same time, I wouldn't. I have so much respect for her because I could right. never do what she does. So real. I I could not mentally, and she, you can tell in like her songwriting that mm-hmm. it does take a toll on her. Yeah. But like the resilience it takes for, I, for any famous person. Right. So I'm like, especially like 
her level of fame is absolutely astronomical. Yeah. Like, and while uh, still remaining uh, like a nice person, yeah. Like I really like haven't heard any negative interactions, like, yeah, from fans or you know people that have worked with her have always said that she's just lovely. Yeah, which and she like supports up and coming artists, right? And like she's so graceful about right. the way she handles things. So true. Um, and I, I, I have, that's like, as a, like a little kid, I would be like, I want to be famous. Mm-hmm. And now at 20, I'm like, no. Real. No, thanks. Yeah. Because I don't think I could handle the stress. Yeah. That comes with it. And that's, I have so much respect for her and like, not every other famous person because yeah. I have no respect for certain famous people. Real. But um, I have a lot of respect for the way that a lot of people who are famous handle the fame. Yes. So true. Um, And it's just, you're always in the public eye. And I think about it, like, I don't know. I have probably dated a similar amount of people as Taylor Swift has. And I didn't do that. I didn't have to do that publicly. So I don't have the same stigma surrounding me. Yeah. It's just this double standard. Well, and if you, like, she's not, it's not like she dated, like, Right. A ton of people. Exactly. She just had a normal dating life exactly. for someone in there. It was just. From like, well, in fact, that she was in the public eye from when she was so like. so long. And that's why it's there. Everyone's mad. A y- like a teenager. She was literally a kid. So it's like people are looking at not just her dating history from like the past couple of years. Which right. the past couple of years, she's just been with the same, same one guy. Person. yeah. But like. People look at her dating history since she was 17. Right. She's in her 30s now. Right. That's years of her yeah. dating history. Like, Over a decade. Yeah. Of course there's going to be lots of lots change. of people. I mean, and some people, sure, some people start dating one person at a young age and are with them for the rest Forever. of their lives. Yeah. That does happen. But it's not abnormal to date, you know, more, more than several yeah. people. Over right. the course of your life. Right. That happens. Yeah. But you get, and it's not, it happens a lot to her, and I think more to her than a lot of other people yeah. because of her position. Right. But this is a phenomenon you see with tons of young, famous women. Yes. Um, and it's mostly the women, which is the point of anti-hero. Which is exactly. That's why anti-hero is for is the girlies. Is for the girlies. Because those issues really only happen. For women. For women. Also, it bears saying, while we're talking about Taylor Swift, um, that we stand with the Jewish community. And so fuck Kanye West. Absolutely. Um, I hate that guy. And, you know... People who have, who like stood with Kanye in their like feud or whatever. Right. Are eating their words now. Absolutely. Um, and it's not, I mean, those people at the time didn't know he was of course, anti-Semitic. Like, it's not on them, but right. like, oh boy. Unfortunate. Karma is my boyfriend. So. Real. So, but that I felt like was kind of important to say. Yes. With the Absolutely. news that is With currently news, yeah. surrounding Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift and, and Kanye West. And, and Kanye West. And anyway. Because some, like, I I mean, there are certain songs on Midnight's that I think are about him. Yeah. You know the song I'm thinking of. I think Vigilante shit's about him. Yes. Yeah. Like, absolutely. I think Vigilante shit is... 
I wonder, I want to know if it's, if she has any connection to Kim Kardashian now. Yeah. I, because I feel like it's The about, lyrics of that song are very. It sounds like. Sus. And anyway. Well, and yeah. they were friendly. Right. Before. Before the whole debacle. That whole shit went down. And right. like, pretty much the, like. I believe I could be wrong. I don't want to spread misinformation. True. But I'm pretty sure Kim has, since Kanye started saying anti-Semitic stuff, come out and said that she does not support any of that and yes. that she stands with I know, think that's true. The, the Jewish community. Right. I don't know for sure, but I feel like I remember seeing something. Um, right. So don't quote me on that. I don't want to spread misinformation, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that she has said that. Right. Um, and like, oh boy. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, yikes. Back to Taylor, Back to Taylor Swift. Swift. <laughs> um. Anyway. What other songs do you think are skips? Do you think that, because I just, um, I really feel like she's got some skips. I, personally, I'm not super in love with me off of Lover. I, I, think, do, I, I like, like understand. I understand it's not for me. Like, I, I realize that the I'm not the target audience of that song. I love that song, for example. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just, I'm simply not the target audience, so... I don't necessarily skip it, but I yeah. don't, like, I wouldn't put it on. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, Very much. Yeah. I feel that way. What other songs do I feel that way about? Snow on the Beach. Yeah, Snow on the like, Beach. Like, if it comes on, I'm not going to skip it. But right. I'm not going to put it on. But I'm not put putting it on. that on. Yeah. Um, let me think. I'm not going to lie. This is kind of controversial and it feels okay. bandwagony but I okay. promise it's not a bandwagon thing I'm not a and I don't dislike it I think it's a good song but I'm not uh-huh. a huge shake it off person understand like I like it but it's not like it would it's towards the bottom of the list of like the order right. if I were playing her entire discography shake it off just for me would be towards the end understandable which feels bandwagony because a lot of people a have jumped of, on the hating shake it off right. bandwagon over time i mean people are on that bandwagon for me also but i it's just not for me yeah i don't dislike it Understandable. i just it's not my thing yeah i get you i get you i'm going through her entire discography right now understandable um i'm really actually having a hard time finding skips i mean <laughs> that makes sense for you yeah <laughs> Um, that's real for me. I feel like, and this is on me for not being as educated on them. I know less about the songs from Folklore and Evermore. I've mm. listened to all of them, but like when they came out, I was not in a place mentally where I could right. listen to those albums a bunch. Understandable. So I don't like, I'm not as fam- I like them. Like I've listened to them. They're great albums. Mm-hmm. I'm not as familiar with them. Understandable. I... I'm jumping on the bad wa- bandwagon where I believe that they are too... We we know that they're like sister albums. Yeah. But I'm jumping on the bandwagon where I believe that they tell a full narrative about James, Betty, and Augustine. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I, I listened to a playlist earlier that was like the entire... St- folklore and Evermore, but it's the entire story in order. And it was very compelling. I will... Maybe I, need you to send me that playlist. It's, it's quite interesting. There are things that I disagree with in the order of the songs, but a lot of it is quite interesting. Yeah, like this playlist opens with Tolerate It, 
which checks out. And then yeah. we, move, we move to illicit affairs, which can check out. But I feel like that one needs to go later. Because mm-hmm. personally, I, f- I, I agree. I feel like that one goes later because I feel like James and Betty do get back together after their after James' summer thing. And I think they end up getting married. But I think James cheats on Betty again. Oh. That's my personal thoughts. Okay. Um, and so I think illicit affairs needs to happen later after they get together because I don't I think James is a bit of a serial cheater. Um I I yeah. Yeah. I, I see the vision. So I also kinda hot take. Okay. I like Ready For It. It makes absolute sense as like yes, the, as opener the opener to the album. For sure. But I don't often listen to it Real. on its own. Yeah. Like I'm not if gonna I'm put it on. The, yeah, if I'm I really the album, only listen yeah. to Ready For It if I'm listening to Reputation like Real. start to finish. Yeah. Because it's perfect as like an the opening opener, number. For sure. It's perfect. It's literally like ready for it and it gets yes. you hyped up for Absolutely. the album. I don't love the way it stands yeah. on its own. I, yeah, I don't think it really stands great on, it, on um, its own. That's also kind of similarly, but like the reverse effect. I love Mastermind. Mm-hmm. It does not feel like a closer to right. me. Which I think maybe I is because it, the of I the 3AM tracks. Like right. I just, I listened to Mastermind and I was like, I just feel like there should be more songs after this. Yeah. And I think that's because Dear Reader absolutely feels like the closing song Dear of that Re- album. Absolutely, yeah. So I think maybe that it is because of 3AM tracks. Yeah. It's not really intended to be the final song on that album. Yeah. But it really, if you're listening to just the normal Midnight's, Midnight's not mm-hmm. the 3AM version, I just feel like it, it, it feels incomplete. Yes. At the end of Mastermind. I agree. But I love Mastermind. Oh, yeah. It, that song makes me feel insane. Yeah. The like, real. you know, beat drop. Yes. What if I told you none of it was accidental and the worst Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> this is what it's just like to hang out with me and Gracie. Real. We just sometimes we just break flung, out into. And we flung our arms around. Yes. What you didn't. Dancing. What, the people who can't see what's happening, which is everyone listening to this. Yeah. We were, in fact, just swinging our arms. Yeah. So. Um, as we anyway. were really badly speak singing. Mastermind. Mastermind by Taylor super Swift. Super cool of us. <laughs> Not to bring up Supernatural again. Of course, of course. But Mastermind is kind of giving Chuck. Oh. Think about it. Ooh. What if I told you none of it was accidental and the first <sighs> night that you saw me, nothing was going to stop me? I laid the groundwork and then just yeah. like clockwork, the dominoes cascaded in a line. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? I will never. I will never listen to that the same. Um, I did. I saw also? an edit. Oh. And I was like, oh no. That's yeah. I should find it and make you watch it. You probably should. I will. Uh yeah. That's um the circle of life. For those of you here. who are not super knowledgeable about. Supernatural and spoiler alert if you plan on watching it at any point and don't already know this. Skip. But Chuck <laughs> is the main antagonist of basically of the, the whole series. Thing. Like he's introduced in season five and he yes. seems like he's just a throwaway just character. A dude. And then at the end of season 14, it's revealed that he's been the main antagonist the all entire along time. because yeah. he allies himself with the Winchesters right. at exactly. certain points because he's on his he's, mastermind he's on shit. His, exactly. Um, and then at the end of season 14, he literally kills their son. Yeah. 
Um, they're like surrogate son, but their son, he's their child. That's yeah. And then is like, I've been controlling your actions this whole time. Yeah. And it turns it's out he's very, the main antagonist of the whole series. Very upsetting. So it's giving mastermind. It is giving mastermind. And I hate that I have that in my brain now. You're welcome. Um, I will never recover. Just like how I will never recover from trying to purchase tickets to the era store. I will never recover. Honestly, that was the Great War. That it literally was the way I was. Taylor Swift wrote the Great War about. Yeah, little did she know. Little did she know she was writing about getting tickets to this tour. It was a nightmare because it was a nightmare. I am very excited. I'm going to Nashville, which is super exciting because Phoebe Bridgers is opening. Which will be an absolute. We both got really good openers. We did because I got Gracie Abrams and Muna. Right. Ugh. Gonna slay. I'm so um, excited. Would you do you want to talk about Midnight Rain and the <laughs> applicability it has to your yeah, life? Yeah, I would love to talk about how Midnight <laughs> Rain is applicable to my life. So, for those of you who don't know, I have recently become single. <laughs> so, um, and this breakup happened. Uh, after I got home, not home, back to school from my summer job, which theater major girly things, I was working at a summer stock up in Washington, had the time of my life, loved every minute of it, um, but also really enjoyed being by myself. Um, and I was on that grind. I was, you know, living my life, doing what I wanted to do and what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. Anyway, and then I come back here after this summer while I've had this little nagging in my soul for a long time, this little nagging in my soul that something about my relationship is not quite right. Um, And I, that nagging got worse because I was able to see what life could be like on my own. So yikes and so uh I came back and I tried to make it work for about a month and the nagging turned into full-on screaming 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 and crying and throwing up (laughs) (laughs) and I realized that number one I definitely don't love this person as much as I love my freedom and my career path, but number two, I don't know that I love this person as more than a friend. So, yikes. And so now, how that applies to Midnight Rain, um, this person, I really don't have any issues with him. He's a great human, I think, and was always so kind to me, always treated me so well. Um... So he's sunshine, he's a good dude, and I am Midnight Rain. I broke his heart because he was nice, Um, which is super slay of me. Uh, Hopefully, he probably won't ever listen to this. If he does, I'm sorry. How would he find (laughs) this? That's true. I don't think he has any idea about this. Also, why would he want to listen to True, this? True, especially if, if my he... name's on it. 
he'd be like, mm, bye. I mean, why would he listen to my podcast? True. Like, I hold firm to the idea that my podcast is great, a great listener. But he is not the target audience He for is it. definitely not the target audience. So I don't think he would listen. Right. Unless you, like, sent it to him, which you would not which do. Which I would not would be do. weird. Which would be really strange. Hey, ex, listen to me. Talk about you. Spill our tea about Midnight Rain on yeah. the air. Anyway. I remember watching your private story yes. during all of this happening and being like, I should probably check on Gracie. Real. Um, so for context, on my private story, I sometimes rate albums. So naturally, I rated Midnight's when it came out. I rated it along. And uh, just, you know, a picture of me in tears saying Midnight Rain, 10 out of 10. So. Yeah. And just, like, anyway. the whole rest of that album reaction for you. Yeah. And, like, the, you know, weeks prior to the album release, yeah. your story. I was ill. I Mentally Which is Ill. valid of you. Like, honestly, that's relatable. Yeah. It'd be like that. Honestly, I am doing much better. I feel much less trapped. And we with, love that. With the you. end of that relationship, I felt very stuck in it. Anyway. Yeah. So sometimes that just is how yeah. it has he to wanted happen. it comfortable. I wanted that pain. I was chasing that fame. I still am. And now <laughs> anyway. I also feel <laughs> as though that song is also kind of queer. Yeah. In the sense that I a lot of lesbians have listened no, to I've that song those, and yeah. been like, he wanted a bride and I also wanted a bride. Uh, so real. Um, which um yeah. 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 He did, in fact, want a bride, which we don't need to get into that. Um, I. Oh, boy. Perhaps I want a bride, but I am chilling You're right open. now. I am chilling right now. Yeah. Anyone, anyone can slide into my DMs, <laughs> but actually don't. <laughs> Maybe you should be single for a little bit. I would like to. That's a good idea. Thank you. Thank I support you. you in that. Thank you so much. Um. Anyway, what was I going to say? <laughs> I had something in my brain and now it's gone. Uh, happens to the best of us. So true. Oh, yes. I've seen plenty of, yeah, like women loving women and queer people posting about that song and their relationships, their heterosexual relationships. And uh, for a moment, it caused a crisis. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Maybe I am a lesbian. I mean, that song can be about a lesbian, but can also just be about an unfulfilling relationship. Exactly. It's, and yeah. things can be more than one more than thing. One. More than one thing. It's two yeah. things. So I would I would it could look even at, be three things. Yeah. I would look at those little edits of lesbians being like, he wanted a bride, I wanted a bride. And then I would scroll and there would be a beautiful man and I'd be like, Crisis averted. We're good. <laughs> We're so okay now. Have I shown you my presentation of women who make me think I might be a lesbian, but each one is immediately followed by a man who reminds me why I'm bi? That's so real, and no, you haven't. I know what we're doing later. I can't wait to see it's it. It's just a bunch of hot people. I love hot people. Um, I will say I was very deep in, like, my Glee and Shadow Hunters phase when I made mm, that presentation. Real. So it, like, desperately needs an... I mean, I stand all of those people yeah. are hot, but, real. like, most of the people on that presentation are from, like, Glee and Shadow Hunters. Yeah. Like, there are not very many people from other forms of media. Yeah. 
Um, and they're all hot. I just need to update it. Right. Like they would all stay in the presentation. I would just also add like Jensen Ackles to the of presentation. Course. You know what he I mean? He has to be in there. Ugh. Because have you seen that man? <laughs> Smash. <laughs> Smash. <laughs> Chrissy and I watched Supernatural and we're like going from the very beginning. Like we're yeah. like three we're episodes in. Over. Yeah. And Dean shows up on screen and we just both go, Smash. <laughs> and you know what? I stand by that. I, I also stand by we that. We will keep doing that. I will keep doing that. Um, we, it's yeah. very in, enjoyable. It's, it's fun for us. I because, enjoy it. Because, I mean, Dean Winchester? Smash. Smash. Yeah. I And I, I say that with my full chest. And I don't know how to explain this, but they're both hot, but Dean Winchester and Jensen Ackles look like different people to me. Real. Yeah. Like, I know, theor- like, objectively, they're the same person, yes. but they look like different people in yes. my brain. And also, Bo, the character he plays on Big Sky. Right. They're all different people to me, even Real. though they technically all have the same face. And that's on acting. Yeah. Like, for example, I think young Dean is more attractive to me than older Dean, but I think okay. older Jensen is more attractive to me than younger Jensen. Yeah. It's the same person. It's the same person. Yeah, that's kind of real. But wow. young Dean really does it for me, uh, and older Jensen really does it for me. Wow. The duality of bisexuals. Yeah. Amazing. I think it's because young Jensen Ackles looks like a lesbian. Like, he dressed like a lesbian. Like a 2022 lesbian. Hmm. I have a collection of photos yeah. I'll show you later that I think he looks like a lesbian yeah, I think in. You're right. Um That's not at all about Taylor Swift, yeah, but I felt like it was important. We knew this was gonna happen. We yeah, for sure we did. Anyway. Back Taylor to Taylor Swift, Swift has songs for any anything you need. Did you know that Ryan Murphy said one of his biggest regrets about Glee is that they didn't do a Taylor Swift themed episode like a Taylor Swift week? Well, he should regret that. Like that's so real of him. That's so like like yeah. he said that if they if he could read if he could like change anything about Glee, that's one of the things he would change. Well, yeah, they did a couple Taylor Swift songs on Glee. Yeah, but like the Glee not version of mine was really good. Slade. Um, yeah. the original and the Glee cover both phenomenal. True. Um, also just like Taylor Swift would like visit the. Glee cast on set because she was friends with Diana. Yeah. And like friends exactly. with other members, but like she and Diana were like yeah, besties. Diana, yeah. Um, for sure. Besties. So in air quotes. <laughs> so she would just like sometimes there, hang yeah. out right. on the set of Glee with the cast. But they didn't really do her songs. Yeah. I think that I think mine might have been the only Taylor Swift song on Glee. Yeah. Which is a travesty. That is honestly tragic. Like Sad, beautiful, tragic. <laughs> Sad, Sad, beautiful, tragic love affair. I like that we both went with this because she said, sings "Sad, beautiful, tragic" with different, different ways, and we both went with the same way. You know, we're in sync. We are. It's concerning. It's. I think it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it things can be more than one thing. Things can be more than one thing. Yay. In conclusion, although we're probably not done talking. Oh, I'm but sure like, we'll get derailed. In conclusion, Taylor Swift is the music industry. Taylor Swift is the music <gasps> industry. Let's talk about Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran's friendship. Because it's yes, so precious. It's so pure. They are best, the best of friends. So true. And it's so cute. They always collab. Like, like so many Taylor Swift so albums many, have yeah. Ed Sheeran collabs on exactly. them. And so many Ed Sheeran. Has like they've both Taylor been Swift. on each other's albums. Right. They They're besties. Yeah. Didn't she? Everything has changed. Oh, what did she do for his wedding? 
She did something. I can't remember. I know she was involved, and it was, like, super cute. I'm going to Google it. Good. Please hold. Are you seeing anything? Yeah, so I'm I'm reading. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so they were actually at Taylor Swift's 4th of July party. Oh. Um, so, yeah, she was throwing one of her 4th of July parties, and Ed was there, and... He asked Taylor if Cherry could come because they knew each other, like, before. Yes, they were childhood friends. Yeah, they were childhood friends. And so this party was happening in Rhode Island. And so Ed was like, hey, can Cherry come? And Taylor was like, yeah. And the rest is history. Incredible. So, slay. And now she has... Taylor has um, been so supportive of them and continues to support them, including with making puns about their first anniversary. And she apparently gave them a sign that said, Happy Ediversary. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cheesy. I love it. I'm obsessed with her. Speaking of Taylor Swift and weddings. Yes. Taylor Swift's concert has derailed so many weddings. That's hilarious. Um, And my sister is getting married a week after we're seeing her. Ooh. Like, we're seeing her the 15th, and Katie's getting married the 22nd. Slay. Of the same month. Amazing. So, the yeah. concert's in Denver. The wedding is in Albuquerque. Ooh. We're going to go to the concert, and then I'm probably just going to stay in Denver until right. Katie is coming down for the wedding, and Makes we'll go sense. down together. And Anna, probably, too. Right. And, and Jake, Katie's fiance. Right. Also. We part of that that traveling, um, but Katie was like, "I'm so glad that her concert is a week before because it was yeah. she was and they almost set the 15th as their wedding date Ooh, when they yeah. were like looking at the available dates in July at the venue because they they wanted to get married right. in July right um, and they were looking at the dates in in July at the venue that they were that they've chosen and the 15th was one of their options and they almost went with it yeah before the Eras tour was, was announced, announced and right. then they they chose the 22nd. And then the tour was announced, and Katie was like, thank God. Yeah, real. Um, Because honestly, Katie would have moved the wedding. (laughs) Honestly, If the 22nd was still available. Yeah, I would respect her for that. She would have moved the wedding. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I mean. Paper Rings is Katie's top song on Spotify of all time. That is adorable. She loves that song. That's so cute. I tried, he didn't, but I tried to convince Jake to use it in his proposal. Because I was like, it's her, it's a literally it's a song about getting song. married and it's yeah. her favorite song. I literally have like a screenshot of her like Recitify top song oh. of all time and Kate Paper Rings is the number one song. That's so cute. She loves that song. I'm going to cry. I was like, Jake, and he didn't. And it was still a very cute proposal, but like. He should, ugh, I cannot believe. You, Jake Shapiro, if you're you listening to this. opportunity. You, <laughs> And you fumbled it. You fumbled the ball. You fumbled the bag. She, she still said yes. You, I mean, you, you technically you got the bag, but she said yes. She wore her Crocs. He also tried to get her to not wear her Crocs, but she did in uh-huh. fact end up wearing her Crocs to get engaged. Yeah, they got engaged on their rooftop. Yes, and Katie normally just wears her Crocs. Real. And Jake was like, "Don't you want to put on actual shoes?" And Katie was like, "Didn't know These he was going to propose." And she yeah. was like, "No, I'm going to wear my Crocs." Um, and so she got engaged in her Crocs. That is iconic. Yeah. Anyway, 
Take notes, everyone. Take notes. If, Propose if your using girlfriend's, paper rings. Yeah. If your girlfriend's top song on Spotify ever is paper rings, you goddamn better well use paper rings in, in your, your proposal. proposal. Literally. Anyway. Um, I got a little bit fired up about that. Jake Shapiro, I am in your walls. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is my favorite threat. Cause how would I get there? <laughs> I don't. How do you? <laughs> I mean, I've been. I know Jake. I know where you live. Oh my god. Yeah. I've been to his house. I know the code. They live in like an apartment building. Yeah, yeah, put yeah. Code in or like buzz in. I know the code. So he better. I could watch just himself. get in. I mean, they lock the actual door to their apartment because right. the codes to get into the building. But like. Yeah. But you. Could, I know the code. I could just pound in. on the door. Right. If you really needed to tell him to use paper rings. I also could just text him. Oh. The conversation happened when I told him he should use paper ring when I was driving him to the airport after he asked my parents for permission to marry Katie. And I was like, you should use paper rings. And he was like, oh, I might do that. And then he didn't. Bruh. Did he just forget or did he just not like your idea? just decided not to. Well, that's lame. Right? Yeah. I I guess my future brother-in-law hates me and all my ideas. Real. Shaking my head. It's fine. <laughs> Damn it, Jake. Damn it, Jake. I like that this has been derailed into me shit-talking my future brother-in-law. It's okay. We I actually, love Jake. He's yeah, great. We, we, I'm very yes. excited for him to marry my sister. Yay. I just also think that he missed... He d- missed it was right in, It was right there. It was right there. Um, and he, he missed it. He fumbled he, he the bag. Did. He fumbled the bag. And that's okay. Maybe... Nobody's perfect. For like... It's not a very good first dance song. No, though, but, and so. they've chosen their first dance song. Okay, so. Um, so, like, it's, and it's not so really a first dance song. For sure. But honestly, there's a chance it'll be on, like, their wedding playlist. Right, I'm sure it will. Like, there's going to be Taylor Swift songs of played course. at that wedding. It's of Katie's course. wedding. Taylor yeah. Swift is, like, I learned to love Taylor Swift from watching my sister love Taylor Swift. Real. You know, like, that's how I grew up with Taylor Swift was yeah. through my sister's eyes. Right. Oh, um, sweet. And I guess through my sister's ears, because that's how you listen to things. Right. Slay. But, like, a lot of the music I listened to as a kid was just what Katie was listening to. Right. She controlled, like, the family music a lot of the time when uh-huh. we would be, like, in the car as children. Yeah. And she would put all the songs on her iPod. Yeah. And, like, would buy Taylor's albums right Aww. when they came out. She loves yeah. Taylor Swift. Right. Um, And so, like, that's how I got into her. Real. That's how I got into a ton of artists Makes sense. is through yeah. my sister and like tv shows and stuff right I, that's just the experience of being a little sister when yeah. your older siblings have a good taste because some people i do be the oldest daughter so i i have an older brother but that's it's not the same it's not the same i had to pave the way does your you know? sister have similar like t- music taste to you we have a pretty similar music taste she is not as much of a swifty as i am um but she's getting there okay but we See, do we do listen to very similar things, and I have, like, very specific childhood memories associated with very specific, like, Taylor Swift songs and Taylor Swift albums, so. In elementary school, my little friends and I would walk around the playground okay. singing Taylor Swift songs so, while we walked past boys. That's real of you. Um, it was, like, one of my friend's ideas. Like, she was like, let's yeah. go sing Love Story by Taylor Swift and walk yeah. past the boy I have a crush on. And so we would do it. Um, <laughs> take notes, everyone. This is how you. I don't think it worked. 
But it was fun. Like a yeah. core memory for me. Yeah. I'm not friends with any of those people anymore, but I well, still remember walking around the like playground eight. singing Taylor Swift songs with yeah. them. Yeah. So. Core memories. Yeah. Yeah. One of my core memories is listening to debut in my cousin's bedroom as she painted my nails. Real. I was probably, when was, I was like probably five or six. That's when debut came out. Yeah. Wow. I, okay, I was 10 when Red came out, which lines up with when I was thinking. Makes sense. I remember being at like our, they're not our cousins, but they're like basically our cousins. Right. It's my dad's best friend's daughters okay. who like, Jane, one of them is getting married and Katie is one of her bridesmaids. And then okay. Jane is one of Katie's bridesmaids when Katie gets married in July. Right. Um, and like Dan, who's my dad's best friend, is Katie's godfather. Right. And like Suzanne, Dan's wife's my godmother. So they're like basically cousins, you know? Right, yeah. I, I have like a distinct memory of being in, I think it was Jane's bedroom at like 10 years old, dancing to t- 22 by Taylor Swift. That's so real. And like jumping on the bed and like listening, dancing to Taylor Swift songs together yes. at Jane's, Jane and Claire's house. Yeah. That is, honestly, yeah. When that album was like newly out. And I think that's part of why Red is my favorite album because I have such core memories like surrounding listening to the songs from that album. Right. But honestly, Red is also just such a sleigh. Yeah. Like I think Red has no skips and I think some of her songs, not a lot of her songs, but some of her songs are skips. But I don't think any of the songs on Red are skips. And I will die on that hill understandable it's a it's a good hill to die on i agree you could pick worse for sure definitely there are way worse hills to die on even absolutely. just like in the realm of taylor swift's yeah. music there are worse hills to die on absolutely like for example vigilante shit being a good song <laughs> man we are just you're really going for vigilante shit. i don't throat. i think it's my least favorite taylor swift song okay of all her entire discography all right I don't think I could pick one. And that includes like the deep cuts, mm. like her Christmas songs and stuff. Oh, I think Vigilante yeah. Shit's the worst Taylor Swift song. Wow. And I don't mean least favorite, although it's also my least favorite. I think it's the worst one. Okay. I don't like it. All right. I can respect that. The, like I don't feel about any other Taylor Swift songs the way I feel about Vigilante, Vigilante Shit. Shit. I'm not as passionate about hating any other <laughs> Taylor Swift songs. As I am about hating vigilante shit. All right. It's not for me. And that's that's okay. But I don't think it should be for anyone. <laughs> I will respect anyway, other people's opinions. You heard it here first. Because other people Tessa, are allowed to have opinions. Tessa is a vigilante shit hater. I, I think I... She is over the... Because I, I was saying that world. I don't actually hate it. I just don't like it. But I think I actually hate it. Okay. I think is what I've discovered over the, over the, the course past... Of this hour yeah is that i actually hate vigilante shit i don't like it i don't i also like you know how some songs scratch your brain in a good way yeah vigilante shit scratches my brain but like not like a scratch but like a scratch like an ouch like a cat scratching my brain and it hurts okay i don't like it all right it makes me feel bad feelings okay all right (laughs) i anyway y'all heard it here first (laughs) Tessa hates vigilante shit. What have you learned over the past hour while um, we've been talking about Taylor Swift? I have learned that <laughs> I am, I didn't learn this, but I have confirmed that I am, I probably should seek therapy. 
Um, I texted my therapist yesterday and she hasn't responded. Yeah. I'm scared I'm getting ghosted by my therapist. Oh, no. I've been seeing her since middle school. Wow. She hasn't been, she hasn't texted me back. I'm scared. I can't imagine ghosting someone after middle, like, I mean, that's so I, I, she's probably busy. I understand Real, being a therapist sounds like a very difficult job. Yeah. Um, but I need to get back Help. in therapy. Real. And I finally followed through with texting my therapist because I've Good been job. putting it off because it's hard it to like hard. ask for help. Yeah. And now she's so not proud. responding. No. I'm um, proud. You've taken the steps. It'll be it'll work out. Everything I've put in good. the work. Exactly. What else have I learned? Um I've learned that you vehemently hate <laughs> vigilante shit. Um I I think I've learned that I think I didn't know that Red was your favorite album. So we learned that. What else? I don't know. I don't know. I think most of the stuff that we talked about was stuff we have already talked about. Yeah. Because this conversation was basically just every conversation we've, we've ever had. Real. Um, oh, we learned about um, Ed Sheeran. That's true. And how he and met. And the 4th of July. The 4th of July, yeah. We right. love love to hear it. We love to hear it. Best Matchmaker friend Taylor Swift. I, Taylor Swift, matchmake me. Please. That'd be I great. I like she'd be really good at it. Agree. Yeah. I she should open a matchmaking business. Real. She doesn't need the money. No. But like just for like fun. Just for shits and giggles. Exactly. Do it as part of like a promotion for her for next album. Right. For something. I don't know what. Yeah. For something though. It'll be iconic. I believe in her. Me too. She could matchmake. Whoever she wanted. Whoever she wanted. Whoever she wanted. Exactly. Real. Um I think that's an incredible note to end on. Taylor Swift, so too. matchmaker. Taylor Swift, the matchmaker, the music industry, and the queen of my heart. And the love of my life. Yes. Yes. All right. Thank you for listening to Talk Yay. Nerdy to Me. This was the last episode of this season. <gasps> so we'll be back in January wow. with more fun, nerdy, geeky, pop culture-y stuff. Um, I don't remember when the next episode will be but it's gonna be it'll happen in january i think it would be not the monday we're back mm -hmm. but the following monday because i will be have to record it you know right so probably january 16th will be the next okay. episode of talk nerdy to me so make sure you tune in for that um you can follow me on instagram at tessa chesh and twitter at tessie cat Gracie, would you like to plug any sure. social media? I'll plug. Um, my social media on Instagram is at gray, spelled with an E, G-R-E-Y, and then dot underscore dot C's, S-E-A-S. Gracie's. Um, Gracie's. It's a pun. Thank you. Uh, I don't really, that's pretty much the only one I'm active on. Incredible. So you can find me there. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so yeah. much for being here, Thank Gracie. Thank you for having me. It I was had an amazing time. A pleasure. It was so good. Um, anyway, we're going to go play Lego have, Harry Potter and watch Supernatural yeah, now. and have tea and... And probably listen yeah. to Taylor Swift. Real. Thank Bye. you so much for listening to Talk Nerdy to me. Bye.